0: The Academy Award for Best Picture.
1: Come on, La La Land. Are you not entertained?
0: Are you not entertained? And your mother seems to prefer that I go through life like a fucking prisoner, while she keeps my dick in a mason jar under the sink. Listen to me. Listen to you by what right? By divine right of you, must I'm your king? No, you're not. You told me so yourself. You said you didn't want it. Why should I waste my time listening? Because I have a right to no, be. And I what? have a voice.
2: That's all I have to say about that. We lost, by the way. Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. It's your like water. Where are you going to put it? Anywhere not in your pocket. Or it will get mixed in with the others and become indigestible. Which it is. There's, there's a mistake. Most men have let a dame like that swing, but no, you're sticking by her. Makes you a hero in my eyes. That's right. I'm a hero. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment
0: to be a product of me.
1: Smeagol hates nasty homies. Smeagol wants to see him. dead.
2: Well, I don't want to survive. I want to live. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. What difference does it make? What, what, what difference does it make? Where do you? Buy underwear! Hey, what difference does it make? Underwear he's
3: underwear!
2: A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti.
3: Right now, my address is the RMS Titanic. After that, I'm on God's good humor. This is not a joke. Moonlight is one
0: best picture. The natural condition is one of insurmountable obstacles on the road to a disaster. So what do we do?
4: Nothing. Strangely enough, it all turns out well. How? I don't know. It's a mystery. Yes, Father. The Almighty says, don't change the subject, just answer the fucking question.
2: Promise.
0: Cheers. I have to tell you this.
2: The right
1: answer. Moonlight. Best picture.
2: And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does I think what it says in the tin, it's best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam.
3: I'm Ellie. I'm Ethan. And I'm
2: Georgia. Hey, we got through that one without me having I was like, if you do screw this up, it's another three-minute entry point before you can go ahead and do it again. But we are here to talk about the very Best in motion pictures, at least according to the people who hand out the Oscars. We're here to talk about the best picture winners. It's a real roundtable. Yeah. Woo. So, uh, basically what we've done is first off, I've gotten a bunch of people from our lovely fledgling fandom and all of you good people. We have submitted lists of five and or 10 respectively. And we are here to, br- and I had a few people go, I can't separate them. So no. I went, well, I kind of have to. Yeah. And I <laughs> so, so I assigned points to, to them. So if you said you can't separate the five, they all got three points. Yeah. <laughs> and if you went, these two are joint number ones. Okay, they both got four and a half points. Yeah. <laughs> they both get five, because it's five plus four is nine, divided yeah. by two is four and a half. Don't yeah. come me with numbers, people. I'm, uh, <laughs> I love my data. He does. So um, we've got that. We've got some interesting uh, conversations to have about the Oscars, which when this airs, we are going to be all 48 hours away from from oscar weekend i used to love doing oscar pools i'd hand some sheets out at work i'd hand them around to my family and then i'd sit around on oscar night with my mom usually and uh, yeah. i'd sort of watch as everyone i picked was winning and make fun of my mom for <laughs> because we we haven't heard a half like we like yeah, we know of course, of course. like we know who's going to win best foreign language film Right, because I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just sort of take a t- t- guess. It's like you know, going to the horse races and going, I like that one because his name's fun. Yeah. yeah so yeah, uh, I like Oscar night. I like what happens with um, I, I the dresses. I like the suits. I same. like. I do. There's just, I mean, they haven't taken themselves a bit seriously, but I'm quite okay with that because we're a podcast that kind of takes films a bit seriously. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, we do.
1: Uh, what, Georgia. What
2: it? Oh, sorry. What was that <laughs> All right. No, we just couldn't hear you.
4: I've never watched the Oscars.
2: Really? No, okay. me either. It doesn't do well over here, because in, in the UK, the time difference becomes problematic.
4: Yeah.
2: But oh. if I was in North America, I'm watching the Oscars.
0: I'll be honest, I tend to watch the beginning, and then I, and then I turn it over. What kind over. of the beginning happens? It's like midnight here. Yeah, and then I, then I turn it over, and then, then I watch the end. Uh, because, A, I'm looking at films I've never heard of before. And different categories, but all I want to see is best picture, best actress, best support and best. So, uh, yeah, I just tend to I tend to go and watch the last 20, 30 minutes, 45 minutes of it. OK, um, there's something about
2: that. I mean, more of an BAFTA, more of Golden Globe, that sort of label BAFTA is bigger over here you say this is the oscar winner for best picture versus the bafta winner for best picture no, but,
0: but you tend like you said it's like layered night when it's oscars yeah i'm not about actually watching the
2: oscars i'm talking oh, about okay the, the, the oh the, yeah, yeah yeah the gravity putting putting that on your poster yes oscar winner yeah if you're you, an- you never see you know coming soon to a theater near you two-time bafta nominee anthony hopkins no it's academy award winner <laughs> anthony hopkins not to begrudge or besmirch the name of the bafta this is a fine award but the oscar is the super bowl if it is it is the Nobel prize
0: know, whatever it is do you know the funniest thing as a kid i didn't realize the academy award and the oscar were the same thing
2: no because academy awards just kind of like the like, sorry it's the formal name and the,
0: yeah the Oscars is just like the... But I thought they were like two different things. Yeah.
4: I so, didn't realize that until I started doing a film podcast, Liam, so I wouldn't worry.
0: Oh, that's okay, Liam. I, I don't feel so
4: bad. <laughs> Let's know how many
2: Oscar films have everybody around the table watched. This might be a good entry point to go. Because, I mean, there's 75, 76, 85. There's a lot. Oh, I probably should have done some research on this. It's about 80, 80 years, yeah. is it? Yeah, about 19, 1930. something like that? Yeah. 29. So that would be... I'll be 90 years. Wow. Wow, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Ooh. So about 90 years. Um, Liam, uh, of those, how many have you seen? I've probably seen about 20. 20? 20? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Not that many, to
1: be fair. 12. 12. Just enough to make yeah. a list. Okay. Just enough. <laughs> uh, Ethan? Uh, I've seen about 35. A lot of the older ones I had to watch for. Uh, 35. Wow. And, shit, and I hated them. Um, but I want to yeah. quiz
2: them. Yeah. I want to quiz him to make sure it's not hyperbole here. All above Eve. What yeah. was that like? <laughs> uh, Ellie, how many have you seen? I did not see that one.
4: <laughs> I have seen exactly 22. 22?
2: Wow. And I'm exactly on 33. So, wow. yeah, I saw I saw 12 years a slave last night and I've just watched Parasite. with You lovely people. Yeah. Uh, so well, through distance. Um, so that is what we kind of are, are at and what qualifies us. And it, we'd be silly to sit here and say that our lists aren't going to be probably more focused towards the 1980s and onwards, maybe even the 90s and onwards. Um, I don't know if that makes us unique. But I mean, if you're looking for that group of people who'd be sitting here telling you about the, the, the pearls from from the '40s, there's some I've seen from the '40s. There's some I've seen from the '30s. Yeah. But um, Gone with the Wind. But if you see, haven't seen that one, oh, well, maybe I talk about so that a little bit. I have. Bit.
4: I've seen quite a few of the old. Well, w- not that many. What but are some of the older of the ones you've seen? Casablanca. And by
2: older, I mean like pre-1980. <laughs> Casablanca. I saw Wings. Okay. Um, that was the
4: very first one in, tw-
2: in 27 yeah. to 28. Oliver? Yeah. That was in the 60s. It's Oliver? Yeah. Um, uh, I saw All Quiet music. All quiet on the Western Front. That's very early. Yeah, that's 50s, isn't it? No, that's beway, it's barely, before that. It's like 1930 something. We've had this conversation oh, yeah, before.
1: I'm thinking of, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm of the one, isn't it? Yeah, there? sure. Are.
0: Marlon Brando one, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've seen an American in Paris. I know I saw Bridge on the River Quai because oh, that was one of the ones that we recommended to see.
2: I love the theme, <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not the Great Escape, as no, I and <laughs> I literally had a debate about this today. And he pushed me off, and I went, oh, maybe just the Great Escape. Well, what was the Bridge on the River Quai then? And then we hit play on YouTube, and I went, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I am right. <laughs> I should always trust ian is always right this has been established yeah <laughs>
1: right.
2: well with the exception of when i had to push the button and go
1: There's an <laughs> but this
2: was not one of them it wasn't yeah. so uh some of the older ones uh i think george's most recent oldest one was like well, was something from 2006 right
3: wow nice. <laughs> you've nice. seen you've seen
2: oliver i know that much
3: i've seen oliver and i've seen sound of music
2: okay i've never seen the sound of music yeah, we keep this keeps it's coming long, up, and I keep yeah. going. Really, I, re- I really need to watch it. Now. It is long. How is it? It is long.
1: Uh, Ten Commandments. That one best picture, didn't it? That's like nearly four no. hours, and I've avoided it for that reason. The same with um, it might be
0: Ben Hur. Ben Hur is oh, long. Ben Hur is an yeah, epic.
1: Yeah. I've never yeah. seen Ben Hur.
2: Chariots, though. I know that much. Chariots. Ch-
0: ch- um, I've seen Chariots of Fire. Different type of chariots, but yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's eighty one.
2: About that, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. um
2: what is it about oscar films that can be a deterrent because just because it's the academy award doesn't mean people go out and see it if anything actually quite the opposite yeah i
0: i feel mm. when there's too much buzz i don't want to watch it i'll watch it in my time Is it the
2: buzz or is it the fact that they just seem i mean we talked about this a little bit i think george might refer to it as hoity-toity i mean yeah. they, can, they can be marketed that way and what about that notion is it, is it that it's asking too much? Is it that people don't want to follow subtle... People like explosions, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, you know. Well, Not everyone
1: wants to sit down for two hours and see a film that's like, oh, well, society's actually like a moon or something. Like, they don't want to have to see some with lots of subtext and nuance. Yeah, in Georgia.
3: if it's If I'm going to, like, take in a narrative that is lots of subtext and nuance and that sort of thing, I would rather read it in a book because that way I get to take my own time over it and actually properly process what is what I'm being told and everything that I'm supposed to see and hear is written down so I'm not gonna miss anything whereas in a film even if you're watching it in the cinema in the dark like you're gonna miss certain things if it's even even if it's directed oh. perfectly I and, and I miss things and but also I don't I don't want to be screamed like pretentious nonsense out for two hours which well, no, but, is what some oscar bait is
2: okay i hear you and um, but, but to save it you don't you basically if you want subtext you're going to read a book means that anytime there's a camera placed at an angle you you don't want to receive
3: no i mean like cinematography extra, no massive like oscar nuance films okay. i'd rather have as books
2: and the Academy Award not- for the movie you should have read as a book is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: find the oscar Beatty stuff is normally more around like, um, the acting performances than it is around the best. Well, what kind
2: films? of? That's a good question. What kind of films tend to get nailed or 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 or, or put up there as as
1: Oscar buzz? I'll say period dramas, period dramas are very is, much
0: up there. Yeah, um
1: historical biopics from like at least seventy plus years ago. Well, yeah, I think I that's know, what I meant. I mean, kind
2: of a period drama. Oh. You, see you don't see biographies. Yeah, biographies are very big these days. Yeah, maybe more so for acting. Well, maybe not. I think they get nominated for both, but you tend to see them like "Darkest Hour." It didn't win Best Picture. I think it was nom. I think it was nominated for, for Best Picture. I, I, did Great Gary movie,
1: Oldman yeah. win the Oscar? Yeah, for he that? won the Oscar he for. Did, but yeah. we're it's it's the Best Picture. We are, yeah.
2: So I
4: think ones that have a good social commentary. So if they're about racism or poverty or that kind of deep, meaningful type thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um ones so with have... self-referential pat on the back ones. Um <laughs> I I can think of at least one that I know you don't like Ian that got nominated a couple of years ago and that being Hail Caesar. That's very much like oh the old school fifty six. Hail Caesar did water. not get
2: nominated yeah.
1: for best You Did it not
2: it, it got nominated not. for something. It did not get nominated no, for best picture. That kind of was one of the worst no, ever in history. I think. <laughs> you look it up. I will totally push the button if I'm wrong. I'm not going to have to push the button. I've, I've got the list I'm... up.
4: What year are we looking at? Hail, I don't know. Uh, we'll look up
2: Hail Caesar Awards on IMDb. I uh, guarantee it you, did Academy not get nominated,
4: nominated
1: for, best for something.
2: Picture. Probably got nominated, nominated for, like for best use of Channing Tatum this year. That's about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ethan again Definitely just. Spouting rhetoric. But no, so I think it was designed to be Oscar Beatty. And I feel, I think you're not wrong. I feel it is very much that love letter to itself that Hollywood does like to do occasionally.
3: It was nominated Um, for one Oscar.
2: Yeah, but what for?
3: Best achievement in production design. Okay, great. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's exactly what
1: you expect. Yeah,
2: I mean, that. it was a beautiful film. It was a beautiful a film. Example,
1: it was a, film. a Time in Hollywood, that is like, literally like the love letter to early 60s, 70s the lo- no, the, Hollywood. The, the,
2: the lo- I don't even know if that got nominated for Best Picture, but I'll tell you what did and briefly won. Yeah, even if we're talking about self-congratulatory films, why are you not talking about La La Land?
0: La La I Land. I forgot that,
2: for that was a love letter. Really that was really nearly one. But, but that was a love letter to itself. It and for about five minutes, oh, yeah. it won the Oscar for it Best is, Picture, as you may have heard in our opening sequence. And I can honestly say, a time, get
4: b-
0: okay. before any buzz, La La Land, I saw the poster, and for me, yeah. it had so much uh, drama and dramaticness to it just by the poster. And I wanted to see it because of that, not because of the Oscar buzz. When there was Oscar buzz about it, I then thought, mm, maybe I'm not going to like this. Because Oscar movies i tend to not like so
2: yeah and there's those actors who show up kind of often around oscar films yeah uh denzel yeah uh lately amy adams Amy Adams. Uh, oh, what's her name? Frances McDermott. Frances McDermott this year for sure. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Who's uh, oh,
0: Olivia um, Coleman? Olivia Coleman. yeah. I was going to say Hopewood. Vi-
2: Viola Davis. I mean, these are people. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Metal. I mean, yeah. Tom Hanks. If these people are doing a film, it's like flip a coin. One out of two times a Tom Hanks film is getting nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So there is and that. Leo, Leo Di- DiCaprio. He's been nominated yeah. so many times, hasn't he? But well, not, I'm, I'm talking about the film again, not about the actor. Oh, yeah, 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 we are. Yeah.
2: So there are those sorts of things. Um, films that were based off of books that no one ever heard of.
0: Yeah, Atonement. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that. I didn't like that. I, I really liked Atonement. Actually,
3: I'd be,
2: well, I'd be well up for doing I like, Atonement. I like
0: character. Ke- Ke- Maybe Ke- I'd
3: rather read know. the book.
2: It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a. It's a. It's Have you Have you read Pride and Prejudice yet?
3: I've not finished it. There we go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See you in about 10 years. Although although the new one with Kira Knightley does not deserve any Oscar buzz. So there we go.
1: What about Pride, Prejudice and Zombies?
2: Never saw it. Never saw it. Uh, (laughs) Intriguing. It was a book first though, so read the book. Um, (laughs) Outside of that, what about the directors? What directors show up where you go, yeah, this guy tends to get an Oscar nom? Scorsese. Scorsese. Tarantino. Tarantino. Ethan said with a joy in his heart. Spielberg. Spielberg for sure. (laughs) For sure, yeah. Eastwood. Did it go Eastwood. Eastwood's the new like old. He like he's, like he didn't learn how to direct. He was like sixty, and everything he does is just like genius. Have you seen the Mule? I haven't seen. It I anything. was
1: going to make fun of the Mule.
2: Oh no, that's a good little movie. You know who? Back in the day, two of them were both like just insert Oscar nomination here. And for one, I know why it stopped, and the other one, I don't know why it stopped. Okay, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, we know where that He's starts. the one yeah. where I know it stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Yeah. Because oh. Kevin Costner directs Dances with Wolves. He does. Mel Gibson wins the Best Director uh, for Oscar passion. for Braveheart. Does he? Wins Best Director, wins Best Picture, does not win Best Actor.
0: Oh, okay. He also wins it for Passion, though, doesn't he? Uh, no, he doesn't win Best Director
2: for Passion. Doesn't he? No. You can look it up, but I'm, I'm, oh, okay, okay. I'm like a billion percent it being, sure he doesn't.
0: Being a big thing. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't I a think thing. it was like
1: visuals or something. Uh, could
2: have been. I don't know. It was massive financially. He made he made all the bank for that. Yeah, he did. So there's those sorts of ones. Um, more recent. I mean, you've also got Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola, yeah. Who shows up a lot. Um, And you've got, I mean, Ron Howard dips his toe in. He does.
1: It's always those well, names. More recently, Alexandre uh, Gonzalez in a retweeted, did like Birdman. Uh, the Revenant, all that kind of stuff. Oh, what
2: about, uh, oh, what's his name? Alfonso Cuarón?
3: Now you're just oh, saying yeah. sounds that I don't know. He did, know. Oh, <laughs> he, he did yeah.
2: Gravity, and I believe he did Prisoner of Azkaban for Harry Potter. So there you go. Did he? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, good That's for my him. That's I my favorite movie, that yeah. film. That's I be- my favorite film. I
2: believe that one's him. It was the first one to go to someone who wasn't Chris Columbus, and I think it's him.
0: Oh, okay.
2: it was He ever oh, did that, or oh. Half-Blood Prince. It's one of those two. But uh, you have those, and then... You know who doesn't get picked? And I really can't figure this out for the life of me. John Hughes. What does Christopher Nolan have to do to get more Oscar buzz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the
3: right Batman.
1: Did Tennant get anything? I think Dunkirk... It, Dunkirk just got, got, like, visual effects stuff, I think. Mean. Yeah, Tennant's Tenet.
2: up for... It's not even up for score, which is... Bizarre. I mean, it's going to get the visual editing it's and stuff like that. Concept, yeah, concept. But, yeah. Yeah, but so like... <sighs>
1: He always gets it for the technical stuff, but never, like, the the cinematography or the directing.
2: I mean, if you think about it, and we were having this conversation earlier, Liam, I think it was us, um, was that, was it? Anyway, (laughs) uh, was was the idea that um, Christopher Nolan's the reason why, uh, in a sense, why we went from five nominations a year to ten nominations a year. Because The Dark Knight, there was such an outcry at the fact that The Dark Knight didn't get nominated. And they went, oh, there wasn't enough room with five. So a couple years later, now we have ten oh okay yeah. try and say there's not enough room on the ballot now because yeah, the argument was if it was on the ballot it could have won yeah. but you can't vote for it if it's not on the ballot
0: yeah that's true
2: so that's that's the that's the thing that's when everybody went and saw the reader instead and <laughs> revolutionary road and films like oh, that Oh, i
0: don't like revolutionary
2: Road. yeah that's come up so <laughs> yeah um so we've got our 10 films should i go through should we touch base on a few maybe that uh people didn't we didn't give any love to or things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. How about some oddball ones? I'll give away some ones here that maybe we picked, but didn't get whatever. And I'm going to ask you to justify why you chose what you chose. All right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Ooh, all right. Fun. So who's going to be putting the hot seat first? Uh, looking down the list here, I'm going to go, Georgia, why don't you talk to us for a little bit? Because you're the only person who put Sound of Music.
3: Sound of Music at number 12. six.
2: Okay. So Is that, is that the entirety <laughs> of your thing?
3: Um, Sound of Music is better than Forrest Gump and Parasite, which are the two that don't make my list. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, that's my reasoning. And I've only seen 12.
1: It's... I'll agree with you on Forrest Gump. It, it is... No. It is
2: a lovely, lovely film. Uh, Julie Andrews... Sound of
3: Music is delightful.
2: Julie Andrews also wins the Oscar for that.
3: Yeah. And do you remember oh. the backstory behind this?
2: Nope. Is that, um, Julie... No, oh, that's Mary Poppins. My bad. Never mind. I'm not even sure she wins the Oscar for this now. I know she wins it for Mary Poppins, my bad. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear a really cool fact about Mary Poppins? Yeah, go on. (laughs) You said it now. Let's go on. Is that um, she had played the role of Eliza Doolittle on The West End. Yeah. And she'd won a Tony for it, if memory serves. And -hmm. they were going to make a film version of it, and they decided to go with Breakfast at Tiffany's. What's her name? Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn instead, despite the fact that she had played on The West End. Uh, she being Julie Andrews yeah. so Julie Andrews instead went and did Mary Poppins and they both got nominated for best actress at that year's Academy Awards and Julie Andrews, Julie Andrews wins gets, uh, the Oscar brilliant. over yeah
4: and she did not win an Oscar for Sound of Music no
2: but, but you know it's not it's not um, Audrey Hepburn's fault I mean no, she no, just no, no, she no, just no. went after a role which yeah, any of yeah, us yeah. would but I think it's a nice you know as we would do in this country maybe two fingers to uh, the producers of the film for not realizing who better to to do that role than than the person who did that role and originated that role so yeah it's a bit of a there aren't
3: many people that when like celebrities wise that when they die i will be sad julie andrews will be i
0: love julie andrews
3: julie andrews i wish i could play half the parts that she has i've done one of them (laughs) um i'd like has she done more than
2: two because if she hasn't then you're all right
3: what um, film did I watch recently? Princess she- Diaries. That was the Princess Diaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs>
0: and to be fair, most people who do um, West End or Broadway productions do tend to go on to do the films. So, you know, I can understand why she thought she might get it, but I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she went and got Mary Poppins. Liam. Go on. Yep. You want to defend one here? Yep. Got the boxing gloves on. All <clears> right. <throat> number 6 Don't defend that one.
2: Number six on your list rain man rain man Kmart
0: sucks (laughs) i love rain man i couldn't find room for it on my list rain man is one of them films that i avoided for years and years and years because i didn't think i'd like it and one night it came on i'd missed the first five minutes and i went oh just give it a watch nothing else on and i was like oh my god this movie is amazing dustin hoffman in this Are you guys familiar with the premise of Rain Man, really quickly?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman's like the autistic uh, brother, I think?
2: Tom Cruise has an autistic brother named Ray, and he has to drive because he wants to fly him, but he's too autistic to fly. He will not get on a plane. So they have to drive cross-country. And so it's a typical road trip movie where you put two people who don't want to be in a space together, in a space, and force them to work through their stuff. And throughout the film, Tom Cruise's character gets Ray and loves ray whereas before he was like he i don't even think he knew he existed really no and by the time he gets to the end he wants him to to have what he deems to be a normal life and unfortunately he he's not he's not able to have a normal life he needs some sort of help and it's learning to then let go of that and be okay with that it's a wonderful acting term from both men but and and tom cruise is is hollywood hot stuff here and dustin hoffman apparently was really concerned it was in in his career Really? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't think he he wasn't sure because he, he was just felt he was playing because he's playing an, an autistic guy, so he felt he was playing very samey the whole way through. But you have to in order to do that. But he thought but audiences many wouldn't get people it.
0: People have copied Dustin Hoffman when they've tried to do different characters yeah. like that. Yeah. So many people have watched his performance. I mean, you don't like Tom Cruise at the beginning of this movie, no. but by the end of it, yep. you are like. You know and yeah and i watched that movie and i was just like whoa that blew me away and i watched it again a few years later and again I loved. It. The more I watch it, the more I love it. It's also the words "best picture" and Tom Cruise in the same sentence. Yeah, that you just like. <laughs> you're like, well,
2: like the only thing more shocking might be "best picture" and Melissa McCarthy in the same sentence. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah.
4: hey, hey, hey.
2: When she gets, when when she gets one, go ahead. Yeah. On a side note, do you know why? Um, do you know who? Because best director obviously goes to the director, right? Yeah, yeah. And best actor goes to the actor. Do you know who gets the award when it's best picture?
3: It's the production team, isn't it?
2: It's, it's, it's the producers. Is yeah. it? Yep. So that's why James Cameron got to go out in the King of the World because he was the producer uh, and the director uh, and the writer. Oh, uh, okay. He's got to walk up on stage a whole, oh, Leo, I don't see, oh, you didn't get, oh, I got three. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. I didn't know that either. So that's strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but Rain Man. So what's, what's so good about Rain Man? I just, sort uh, of- I like heartfelt movies, don't I? I, yeah. like, I like things with emotion. And like I say, with Tom Cruise at the beginning, he's not a nice guy. He's he's, He's out for himself, really, until he has that journey with him, and he finds out that you know. I think the turning point is a bit where he goes. Rain Man is Raymond, because you remember him calling him Rain Man, doesn't he? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and his name's Raymond.
2: I forgot why it was called. I
0: haven't seen Rain Man in many years. Oh, there's so many little, and he he starts to understand him because that's like chalk and cheese. And then the movie, as it's going through it, he starts to understand certain elements and how he works and. What's gonna make him feel discomfort and he's trying to do everything to make him feel better. Yeah. You know, and it's a lovely, lovely movie. I think everybody should watch it.
2: I I mean the good thing about all these films is they're all eligible pretty much. Well, they won Best Picture, so they are all eligible for the, yeah. for the podcast. So anything we were talking about here, we, we could go, go down that
0: road. I really do rate this movie.
2: On that note, something I I really can't wait to review one day. It didn't make my list. It made Ethan's, though. Someone asked him to talk about Ooh. it. Number eight on your list, Ethan, Jai Ho. It's Slumdog Millionaire, Danny Boyle. What you got?
1: Uh, I I love a good Danny Boyle movie. I think he's just fantastic in creating great character stories and environments. And this is one of those films that from the word go, the second that he's thrown into that thing of water, I want to know how it's going to end. And I want to know the story behind it. And you're enthralled in what's basically, I believe this is based on a true story, isn't it? Yeah, loosely, yes. Loosely, yeah. And it's so, it's one of those things, you want to see someone just succeed, but you also just learn about a character and an experience you would never see from at least our area in the world. And I think the performances are great. The story is fantastic. The dialogue is so well written. And it, I'm not going to spoil anything because that's my gimmick, but... <laughs> <laughs> This is it's
2: it's such a good experience. You, you, you can tell us it wins best picture. Okay, allowed. look, yeah. this is a film I've avoided for for a, you have not seen this. No, no. Out of curiosity, just before you continue, uh, George and Ellie, have you seen
0: this? No. Oh wow, you really need to. Okay, go ahead. So I've avoided this movie because I feel like it's a movie that I'm not going to like. I didn't like. He wants to be a millionaire, and if that's what I see it based nah, it's on, it's just a framing device. Mm, oh, okay. So it, I've avoided it, it for is, so many years.
2: It is it's, too. It is to uh, a slumdog millionaire what. Um uh, remember the titans is to american football or what oh, okay. black swan is to ballet it doesn't oh, matter if you're like ballet oh, or not okay. you can you can, oh, it's, it's, it's just the, the world in which so set i would
0: it. like this movie do you think
2: i think so and I think who wants to be a millionaire also makes a premise of familiar so while mumbai and bombay the other way around bombay and then mumbai are presented to us obviously as foreign and we don't know about that the framing through who wants to be a millionaire whether you like it or not something we're familiar with grounds us with the storytelling narrative oh okay it just it's, becomes it's
1: an just a way to to frame it to each point Fifth, in this Life. so it's like 15 this question questions means this. oh yeah
2: symbolizes like 15 stories in his life oh okay yeah so georgia you'll be familiar with it in the sense that they kind of parody it in slum dinder mifflin air in the episode <laughs> of the office and it's like everything seems to have to do with something in his life it seems to yeah. be it's like when you show up on the chase for instance and every one of the questions you're like <laughs> I know this. <laughs> and then, of course, he then explains how he knows it. It's sort of one of those things. So, Somebody was on the chase once. Someone was. Someone yeah. was. He did was, okay. he did okay. was it me? He did okay. I think it was you. Who was on the chase? Hang on. Let's go. Uh, Ellie, you haven't a chance to talk about one of yours, have you? So it's because Ellie's done all right with most of hers. So, Ellie, you know what? Talk about this one Crash.
4: I knew you were going to pick that one. Um, I like
2: it? I like Crash. I've seen Crash. I might be the only other one who's seen it, though. I've seen
4: yeah. bits. I
1: was tempted to watch it for I'm this, but it. I didn't. Yeah, People so tend I, to actually...
2: rate this as one of the worst ones to ever win Best Picture against what it's Aww. up against. I, I really like list. Crash because Crash asks you some mor- to go to some morally gray areas and go, oh. what do you do? Uh Ellie, I don't want to take your thunder. Go ahead. Um,
4: so I haven't seen any of the other ones that it's up against. Um I actually watched five new films in preparation for this roundtable and all five of them have made my um top wow. 10 list. You just made the <laughs> list. Um, <laughs> so I only watched Crash a few days ago. Um I really enjoyed it. I a, it actually got a, the first part of the film takes a while to get going, and I thought it wasn't my kind of film initially. Um, but I kind of stuck it out because, you know, I started watching it, and then suddenly it just becomes so impactful. And there's there are so many moments of it where you're like, "Oh my god, that is just powerful." There are just it's basically it's a film about racism, um, and really? it's, it's just got such strong messages. Oh, uh, but it's racism across loads of different perspectives. So it's not just targeted at one particular race or from one particular race. It's kind of everybody has this deep set racism throughout it, and all of the different struggles that they go through. And I think it's just a really, really powerful film.
2: It's an ensemble piece. It's well done. Uh, Don Don Shadel's in it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love him in this. Oh, kind of what's stuff. the guy, Matt Dillon's in it? Um, yeah. I love Matt Dillon.
4: And um, oh, I've forgotten her name. Okay. No, it's gone.
2: Okay um and so just i'm uh, most important i but imagine there's uh, so there's two characters where one character violates another one okay yeah and then later on in the film the the, the, the victim ends up um getting into some sort of a an uh there's some, is in danger and is completely helpless and who's the person who comes to save them it's 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 the perpetrator and so what do you do when you have to reconcile with the person you hate more than anything in the world Oh, could my be. so it's this morally yeah. gray area about what do you do in this Ooh. situation, and very powerfully acted. Wow, very powerfully. So I will give you okay what, what it's up against. It may people may have felt. I watched Crash and I carried it for a couple of days. I went, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. you just saying that just make me care yeah. You know, it is <laughs> a powerful, yeah, powerful, really and, um, and they and they linger in that moment. Like you, you got to deal with that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's good.
4: Uh, Tandy Newton is the... Yeah, from Tandy Westworld. Name. I was going to say oh, that. And also Sandra Bullock's in it as well and Brendan Fraser. Sandra
2: Bullock's in Crash? Wow. Yeah. Wait, Brendan Fraser? Wait, yeah. it, it's not <laughs> Sandra Bullock in Speed and she crashes into things, is it?
4: <laughs> no. Wow, not. I forgot. No, oh, I was in this. No, and Brendan this Fraser are, are a married couple. Um, She is horrifically racist in Crash. Is she really? Crash. Oh, my oh.
2: God. Oh. That took a blindside. <laughs> you, you, you went. She's horrifically racist. Pause. In crash. <laughs> that had some gravity to it.
1: All right. So. Like she's got some bullet, isn't she?
2: Uh, let me talk about one of mine. I'm going to be very quick because on. one of the ones that I picked that didn't make the list is one we've already done a review on. But just in case someone hasn't done it, let's talk about Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, but Ooh, which good? good oh, movie. I think it's a brilliant. It won all big. It won. It won the big five. Yeah, you know. You know
1: you know me in horror movies. Ugh. I don't really Is it do. horror? Yeah. Thriller. Thriller at best. <laughs>
4: thriller.
1: Thriller This Hannibal doing the dance. <laughs> yeah. um,
4: this got pushed into my number eleven spot. Oh, so it was is on it, my yeah. list all week this, and then oh, this I was Parasite
1: five. today. In so is, is this yours as as well? This is my number five, yeah. Oh, it's your number six. Oh. Yeah, it's my number six.
0: So,
2: <laughs> I'm just asking to keep track of numbers. <laughs> I went, I went. So Ethan and I to have bottom it. for some reason. So Ethan and I, like, and I both have it on our list. It doesn't crack the top ten. It's
0: somewhere more around fourteen. So don't um, get me wrong. I I love the way it's filmed. This movie, mm-hmm. um, and I appreciate it. It's just not a film that it goes to me dark areas for me. I don't like. Dark. I guess
2: for me, it's back to my thing and uh, I'm not a visual guy. I'm, I'm an I'm an actor story guy. yeah and man, this is people just just chewing the scenery in the best way. Yeah, yeah, Jody he, Foster he, is amazing. Anthony is. Hopkins is amazing. He is, he is. Buffalo Bill is um, amazing. amazing. Yeah he is. and I'm sitting there going, it's just it's just putting great actors and just turning cameras on. Not too similar from when we did uh, one night, in Miami. Oh yeah. And it was just like mm. watching people act, but in this case you've got a bit more of a of a plot to go around it. Yeah. I just love it. Uh Ethan, thoughts I mean you had a higher than I do, so.
1: Mm. I I really like this film. It was the first time that I'd seen it was for the podcast and I I fell in love with it. I think the cinematography is great. The act the the acting between just everyone especially uh I've Forgotten the names, but you know who I'm talking about between Hannibal and Jody, Fo- Jody Foster and is. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, thank you. I was gonna say Anthony Mackie yeah. and <laughs> Laura Dern for some reason. There's a remake, uh, but I want to say, yeah. but, 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 the- but make Laura
2: Dern Hannibal Lecter.
1: Yeah, it's just hello, such Mackie. A
0: <laughs> you're my big Mackie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really like it and I love thrillers, and this is probably one of my favorite. Uh, version not ver- but just one of my favorite films of the last i don't know 35 years that's been able to pivot that thing of me liking a character but fearing them at the same time
2: okay mm-hmm. uh we've had just a spotlight in a sense one that we have on our list that didn't make it let's do the opposite now what's what's the worst best picture winner you've ever seen
0: liam start with you Birdman.
2: Oh, I'm gonna fight oh, you on this one! Wow, I I'll fight love
0: you. Birdman. I love Michael Keaton. He's one of my favorite, favorite actors ever. Oh wow! And I watched this, and I was like, "Guys, oh. it was fun having a podcast, wasn't it?" Well, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen Birdman, so I'm just gonna sit. It's here on and Netflix. Watch it's it's r-
0: I would <laughs> say it's really good.
3: Maybe it's my it, it,
0: first watch. I don't know. I didn't really get it. I was. I think I was expecting more. I think because I was expecting so much, okay. I felt it fell short for me. All right. If I wasn't expecting so much, like Rain Man, yeah. I, I enjoy it more. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I'm maybe so I should go back and rewatch it. My worst film. We'll see. Okay, uh, Georgia, your worst.
3: Forrest Gump.
2: Whoa. Wow. Ooh.
3: He's only We're seen going Paul out of the, the gate to
1: swinging <laughs> today.
3: Heart, <laughs>
1: heartbroken. I
3: Heart love heartbroken.
1: Forrest
2: Gump. Forrest In the words Gump.
3: Of Ian's mother, Tom Hanks is icky. Well, he's yeah. just. <laughs>
2: That make it the worst film to win best picture
3: it's I, one i've seen 12 two i just i don't like the story either i've had to watch wow. it so that's many a, times oh. as a child because apparently that's what re lessons were at school Oh, fair uh, enough. They, like they put on like for our like personal so social so- so- whatever they call them lessons. personal health and social yeah, that's the one yeah. they would like break up the film but they'd someone had done a really really awful cut of it so that it fit into an hour
2: Okay. Because our
3: lessons are only an hour long. So I've seen so many little bits of it in different ways. And I have sat down and watched the whole thing. And I just Mm. don't like it.
0: Oh, I do. Hmm.
2: I think there is... I'm very curious to see what Ellie thinks, because I'm going to use the word charm. (laughs) I think there's a charm about Forrest Gump. And it's, it's... I think... It's a story of the people who... You, the social network's a film that I kind of have hot and cold feelings about. I mean, people overrate it because it's something that we live through. And therefore, we make it greater than it is. I don't think the movie's that great. But we're on like, Facebook! I know what Facebook is! I have a
1: Facebook account!
2: Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: a lot of people do it also because it's Fincher. It is that collaboration, yeah. too.
2: But in the same breath then I think that people celebrate Forrest Gump because it's the story of America. Is what it is. It's a story yeah. pop culturally mm. of America from about 1950 to about 1985. And the soundtrack is amazing. Well, the soundtrack is part of that journey. It's yeah. part of that, it's part of everybody's nostalgia gets to jump up to 10, all aboard the nostalgia bus, because we're doing yeah. several laps. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so but I think Tom Hanks is great, and I think Gary Sinise is oh, amazing ten, in this. Dan, yeah. And Sally Field. Sally Field is a mother. I don't yeah. think I got Sally Field until until I watched that. Maybe even then. But now I, I, I really go, like, Sally Field's so good. You mean, I mean you did like acting around?
4: in it? But the film just overstays its welcome for me.
0: It is a long movie. It is a long movie, but I, again, it's one of them long movies like Titanic that I enjoy watching. I'm not even listening. I'm just imagining that feather floating
2: around. I know. Do do do, do do do
0: do You know, when we were talking about children's art that you frame and yeah. stuff, right? Me not being a computer guy, you know me. I'm not very good with computers. Yeah. My dad had a an Atari, I think. Okay. Or an Amstrad or something. He had something anyway, and I actually drew on the computer with pixels, him sitting on a bench. Okay. And my dad loved it so much, he printed it off and he kept it on our fridge for years. So, he- <laughs> so you Forrest Gumped your dad years before Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'd be interested to find out where that is now. I don't know. That's probably binned. No idea. He probably waited till I moved out and then went, that's it, that's gone.
1: Ethan. <laughs> I felt bad picking this before, but the second that Liam trashed one of my favourite films. <laughs> I hate Green Book so much. Wow. It's unreal. It is one of my least favorite Oscar very, films. Very I, recent. Yeah, I, very recent. recent. I love it. I, I I, I, completely understand that. For me, it is reverse driving the Stasi in the vein of, we're not too different, you and I, and we're not too racist <laughs> either. Let me tell you, we've solved racism with a car and uh, my Moonlight friend. It... It's just difficult. I love Viggo Mortensen. I, like and Viggo Mortensen. I love Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I have good chemistry in it, but the film itself was really tone deaf at points. And I think there were better films that came out that year that were better for social commentary than this film. And it's just... It's like I said, it's tone deaf. It it just tries to be like we solved racism with a Bentley and two bros. And it's
0: based on a true story.
1: Yeah, but it's,
2: it's not about whether, it's, well, I guess with any film, it's about not is the film necessarily by itself a good film, but also is it better for everything else that came out against it? Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you so know. we're not saying this is a good film or a bad film, but is it better than those that maybe came came around? I guess. And the problem, maybe the problem, but if you do a film that's socially minded, is a what happens if that if we find out there's some tweaks that need to be made on that commentary, which I believe Green Book's got a couple of. Yeah, and then secondly, it goes. There went
0: a big buzz about Green Book. Was there?
2: No, I guess. I have a question: Is what do you do? You can a film not be socially minded and still be worthy of greatness? Which I think the answer needs to be. Yes, I think is, art it, needs to be. It
1: can be at points. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but, saying you disqualify because of it, but nor, nor do
2: we have to go looking for it. Yeah, is no, is no. kind of
1: where, where I sit. Yeah, yeah. F- for me, like this was 2018, and you had a lot. You had a film that was in that same category but tackled racism and prejudice much better and much more realistically would still based on a true story with a bit of like humor which is black klansman i love that film so much oh, i think it is a much oh, better I've depiction of it. those issues i've seen especially it especially because it's 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 too, like a, comedy, it's, it's a black guy white guy joining forces and yeah discovering their differences i'm gonna be honest with you
2: that was spike lee getting his lifetime achievement or oscar that was him getting his leo revenant oh was it it I'm not sure it was that great. I think it was them going we really should have given Spike Lee one by now. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but 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 I hear you. I hear you. And if you want to go down that road of of those issues, Black Clans, it was funny and Adam Driver's very good in it and oh, uh, I've never seen it. I'd like to see. Oh, it. what's his name? Washington. Uh, um uh,
0: John David
1: Washington. John David
0: Washington. Denzel's kid. Denzel's kid, yeah. 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 From from Tenet. Yes. Or said backwards, can Tenet. You, can you can you see the the likeness so much
2: in him? Yeah. But they act differently though. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, Ellie, your worst best picture winner.
4: I don't think this is going to come as a surprise. Mine is Rocky. Okay,
2: we've talked about this, but that's <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Rocky, yeah. you didn't like it for a multitude of reasons, including?
4: Um, including the fact that the male-female dynamic in it is just, hideous like i find it
2: that scene
4: really uncomfortable
2: that scene in the room in his apartment is
0: hard to watch
4: yeah it is now against the wall right but i'm saying he wasn't
0: he was never threatening towards her he was not being threatening towards her
4: and if you want to hear more on this argument, yeah. you can listen to our review. In well, on on, right? yeah. 1977, it doesn't come off as
2: bad as it does now. Absolutely not. The however, we can't. However, you also can't sit someone down and go now. Watch this. Now, remember, in 1977, no, the world was no, like, and no, that's the hard I, part.
0: No, but I mean, there was there was no it, when he wrote that movie, there was no intent for him to ever have it the way you see it. Do you know what I mean? There was. it's it's not the way,
4: but i still gave it a three and it's my worst
0: it's the way way you interpret it it's not the way he wrote
4: it
2: liam i think it's time for me and you to get back on the same page and i have the answer for this go on my worst best picture winner ever go on i hate this film thankfully so does the cast of seinfeld i hate the english patient yeah i'm not a big fan this is a dreadful film and on the surface it shouldn't be it's based on a book it's yeah. got Kristen Scott Thomas. It's got Ray. I love her. It's got Ray Fines. Yeah. Uh, it's a big swooping sort of epic sort of narrative arc. And I couldn't have been more bored the whole time I watched Same. this film. Completely bored. Yeah. And Seinfeld, I believe one of the characters falls asleep in it and goes, What's the big deal with the English patient? I'm like, Thank you. Yeah. I don't get it. I didn't get it either. I didn't. And, I, was, and I love her. There was a time in the mid 90s where the Academy went, Don't nominate anything people have heard of. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was like always like secrets and lies it was like independent films only and i'm like oh my God. like you can you can have a good independent film You're wrong absolutely yeah, yeah. you can but the idea of it you you shouldn't prejudice a blockbuster just because like you know me i think the mid-90s is the best time for films full stop armageddon yeah well
0: that's yeah. <laughs> an
1: armageddon i love it
0: <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will watch that film over and over and over again. I love it. Jeez.
2: <laughs> anyway, my worst of all time is that. So we put out the uh, call to our uh, fledgling fandom and said, What are your best and worst films? Well, not best, but sorry, worst, but what are your best films of all time? And I've got their list. So let's have a quick talk about the ones we haven't talked about. I want to start off by thanking our peeps here. Actually, I'll wait to the end. Remind me at the end to thank our peeps because I got a story I want to share. Thank you or at least when we get to it when we get to it i know where i'll do it okay number 10 <laughs> number 10 and some of these are on tiebreakers and number 10 was a tiebreaker okay the one it beat i don't even have written down because it doesn't make the list it doesn't make the list <laughs> number 10 they had silence of the lambs okay nice yeah justifiable did not make our top 10 which i'm a little bit disheartened about But that's okay number nine sorry georgia forrest gump
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Number eight, a film that we've never seen. I don't know if Ethan has or not.
0: Schindler's List. Yes, we haven't.
1: Oh, I've avoided it for personal reasons, but I okay. want to watch it soon. Uh, <laughs> it's <sighs>
0: We've we, talked, we're going to have to watch it,
1: though. We are, and
0: that's
2: fine. And part of the responsibility of having this is, is to be able to say that we've seen this at some point. And so yeah. if you're out there going,
0: you have seen Senators List? Yeah, fair,
1: fair. Yeah. Haven't yeah. seen them all. My we know.
4: My,
1: my <laughs> dad watched it as a Jewish man, and he he basically told me when I was six, you're not watching this film for a long time, yeah. and I've <laughs> stuck by that. Yeah. <laughs> Three and a half
2: hours of feelings. You know, Steven Spielberg had Robin Williams to phone him and cheer him up. I don't have that. No, no I don't have no. that. No. So um, it's, it's just hard. Hard to watch a film of that length. I mean, I haven't watched Avatar for the same reason. Oh, That's so I long. I but it, I mean. to sit there and go, I know I'm going to be the. It's going to be really hard. A hard watch. I watched yeah. Twelve Years a Slave last night. Hard watch. That is a hard watch. Mm. So uh, number penis. S- seven, Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. Ha ha!
0: It's the better of the three, Ethan. What is that sound?
1: That's victory and joy and maybe Vigo Mortensen and it's are Number are breaking seven. his toe. <laughs> I just like seeing that Lord of the Rings yeah. is on the Lord of the Rings, the Return list. of the
2: King. I mean, that's the one where everybody held off on the first two and said, give it to him at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, it was worthy of all it those was. awards, but so was Fellowship. Yeah. And they
1: slept on Fellowship. Yeah. So, I mean, it's-, it's- Return of the
0: King oh, was just like the amalgamation
1: it. of the franchise. Just saying, hey, oh. look at this achievement that it's made from a filmmaking point I'll of tell me. you who's
2: robbed of an Oscar in that film. Sean Astin. Yeah. As, yeah. Should should have been best supporting actor. Didn't even get a nomination. Yeah. He is so good in that. Uh number six, uh
3: I've it, never ever seen a single Lord of the Rings film. No. <laughs> they, the
2: they, summoning boys won't be happy. They no. they, they, they walk a long way. I've In New Zealand. If you've basically ring? heard, you know, an eye would walk five hundred miles, you've basically got the gist of it. Just <laughs> throw a ring at the end. <laughs> a ring to end Not all rings <laughs> there we are uh number six no country for old men no country for old men this is a film i want to see I yeah. rape about let's this leave until that I die. let's leave that let's leave that till we get to our list yeah. slight spoiler there mm-hmm. number five i'm gonna disappear the departed which i want to talk about a little bit more in a second okay. however i want to take this time now to thank our um our peeps so I want to thank people for submitting lists we had Julie, we had Griff we had Real Talk Incorporated we had My So-Called Pop Culture Life we had Russell we had Dwayne Smith we had Rebecca we had Carlo we had Even the Score we had Bradley we had Film Effect Podcast we had Hermes from the Scuttlebutt Podcast we had Friend of the Podcast Debbie we had 100 Things I Learned from Film we had Katie and we had It's a Musical don't know if it was Danny or Drew thank you very much folks and let's talk about Griff who made the single greatest mistake in the history of the podcast Thank He sent me his list.:
4: <laughs> Did he include Milan Ra?:
2: His uh, No, he didn't. His list had five films. His film, eventually, we determined, was the departed. That number one. He actually wrote down the condemned. <laughs> <laughs> the condemned is the action film starring Stone Cold Steve Austin from WWE Studios,
0: <laughs>
1: which,
2: which, for the record, has not won Best Picture at the Oscars. Are you <laughs> sure? Are you sure? I went. The condemned. I went. not chance actually mean The Departed? I said, please realize I will be outing you. <laughs> this will be occurring. Yeah, Ian likes to out people. Oh, so thank you for. No, say it like that. No, I don't. No, I mean, I mean, not in that way. Not like that. Let's, let's fix the subtext. Jeez.
0: I mean, you said
2: out them. Yes, I will. If you make a mistake, I will. I will yes. I, I, I do it to myself. You do it to yourself. I do That's it to myself. That's right. Uh, number four last week's review, of the Titanic.
0: Yeah, I love that movie
2: Number three for the audience This week's review Parasite Ooh Ooh, Nice Very surprised And there's a huge jump Between three and two And then between two and one It's very tight Oh, okay Film number two The Godfather part two Never seen it Film number one Godfather Godfather part one
0: Uh,
1: Yeah (laughs) Um, I've seen The Godfather Ethan, have you seen Godfather? No, I've never seen it Just because of the length I put it off for years They're good They're really good not I seen want it, to. But I like you, the director.
0: But do you know, um, when Francis Ford Coppola um, wanted to do this movie, uh, the guy who was the head mafioso in real life, because Coppola wanted to film it in Hell's Kitchen or something mm-hmm. like that, um, they had to do the death scene where um, Marlon Brando gets killed. Spoilers. Well, I've not seen <laughs> 50 it fifty years later, <laughs> but you know, and he watched from afar, and he gave the nod whether that film went ahead or not. And
2: we we heard Ooh. similar stories with Goodfellas, yeah. a film which should have won a Best Picture. Oh, should have done. I don't know what beats it. It Might be Dances with Wolves that beats it. Oh, it's good movies. I, yeah, think, I so. think so. Yeah, I love Dances uh, with Goodfellas, though, uh, same sort of story. There, there was there were people from the from the families, yeah, on set. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, there we are. Let's talk about our list. Uh, number 10 for our list, something we haven't talked about yet today, but it was in my opening clip. Uh, I had it on my list. Liam had it on the list. No, it wasn't. I had it on the list. Ellie had it on the list. Sorry.
1: American Beauty.
0: Oh, good movie.
1: I was throwing it around, but Me I just find it. It's- Oh, so problematic! Uh, it's it
4: pretty problematic.
2: It, it's hard to watch with Spacey. It's hard to watch because he's kind of predatorial for large yeah, parts of the film. It's hard to
1: watch just because the whole thing. Also, I found out some behind the scenes information that like okay. they were gonna they were gonna get uh, Kristen Dunst to be in it, and she was 15 at the time, and yeah, they I were mean, like, "That's fine." There's some weird things. I mean, there is yeah, a. Sorry. It's very difficult for me. Okay,
2: uh, there's some weird things. Um, there's a scene where uh, there's an underage girl who takes her top off in it. And her parents are on set to, to, to justify it, like to say that like, she's not being taken advantage of. I'm like, why does she have to be topless in the scene, though? Yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. this. So that feels a bit weird. Um, I will say that it's um, basically Kevin Spacey's character has a midlife crisis and is unhappy with his life and has to reset everything back to the way he wanted to be as a teenager. And in part of that, he becomes infatuated with one of his daughter's friends.
1: Yeah.
2: And the film concludes to a point where she finally does... Offer her, and he sees her just as an object of pure sexual desire. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the film, she does sort of like make herself available to him, and he then, in that moment, he can have the thing that he sort of wanted and pursued for. And he withdraws and goes, and he does probably what I think is the most, maybe not the most part, but does a part, he takes because she, she she reveals that she's not a sexually um, active active as experienced. That's what I was looking for. As he's as she's led on, and yeah. she's actually a virgin. And in that moment, he turns back into almost this protectoring kind of role, and he takes care of her and makes her a sandwich, and and and, and doesn't wraps her pursue, in a blanket, wraps her in a blanket. And in that moment, he reverts back. So as much as he wants to be this guy who's reliving his his youth, actually, once this happens, he goes back into um, not a great dad, but more of a protector, sort of yeah. sort of sort of role. And it's it, it was it's a different time in the sense that. Uh, I think now we'd see a narrative like that and go, ooh, I don't know about that. And especially <laughs> with the actor who's yeah. attributed and the allegations that have come out. Yeah. Uh, we're going, ooh. But it's still, it still is a, a fantastic film. I watched the first 10 minutes of it the other day just to, just to catch back up on it. And it's just as per- <sighs> close to a perfectly made film as you can get. At one point, it was like my number two or number three film of all time.
0: Yeah, I, remember, I love this film. I remember loving the really? film when it came out. Yeah, I really love this yeah.
2: film. I think it's so nuanced. So, so nuanced. I
4: think it's so quite an interesting character study for an awful lot of the characters in, in the film. And they're all, it takes you places you're really not expecting it to go. Yeah,
2: it's been a lot of years since I watched it. It looks like it's going to be very one-dimensional when you find it. It's actually much more nuanced. Yeah. And at the heart of it all, there's also a whodunit as part of it. Because it frames up, I'll just let you know. It frames up, a Kevin Spacey's going. My name is I forget what it is, <clears throat> Luther or something I think or something. And in one year, I will be dead. Uh, and he's yeah, and he the, the whole it. thing's going. How does he die? And who does it?
0: Yeah.
2: And then you got to figure that out. Yeah. And all these people, have, everyone's got a motive. So on top of being all these other things, it's also a bit of a whodunit so I it's, about it's that. really really clever i think yeah uh number nine we've done a whole episode on it so we won't uh necessarily um overstay our, our welcome on it here but i had it at uh four and ellie had it at four oh. and that's braveheart
0: yeah i do like this movie but again it's going up against all these other ones that i'm watching and looking at yeah
2: i guess i guess a big war epic uh i think mel gibson does a Surprisingly effective. Good enough for me. Good enough for Hollywood. Scottish accent. Yeah, not good enough. (laughs) Well, Kevin Costner just decided, screw it, I'm going to be American the whole time. (laughs) At least Gibson tried. Yeah, true. Another film that's a little bit trickier to watch because of who's in it and because of what that's meant to that representation. Uh, Though it seems to be people are much more okay with it over here than they are over in America. Who
0: was it? Downey Jr. said, give him another chance.
2: Yeah. Hasn't he suffered long enough?
0: Yeah. It's a great film. It's a great film. It is a good movie.
4: Yeah. It's really emotional. That scene with the thistle gets me
2: so yeah yeah. i I, you say emotional i'm seeing the bit where he like chops the the bit where he chops the guy's leg off and you see just the stump (laughs) 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 um let's go to number eight and we won't spend any time early on this because it's parasite yeah which uh ellie had at seven and ethan you had at number one you've said your piece we put it into last week's episode um i adore it is this, it's great
1: it's fantastic let
2: me ask you a question Ethan. said no honesty yeah do you yeah. Th- It's it's the newest one it's the cult of the new is there any chance that this is just newer is always better in your eyes
1: no it's not i've got a lot of older stuff on here i just there's something about um bong joon ho that i just adore and i i've loved all of his films and i think i probably can will continue to and i think The way that he creates characters and worlds is exactly what I want in not just Oscar films, but films that have a social commentary that have a very dour existence, and it's perfect for me. All right. Uh, Let's talk about
2: number seven. And, Ethan, it's me and you on this one, buddy. Uh, It is No Country for Old Men. I will
1: defend this film, celebrate this film until I die. I I got news for you.
2: I love this. You have it at three, and you have a low one. Wow. I have it at two. I want to see this movie. No Country for Old Men. Talk about tonal shifts and genre blending. You take a Western and then you put a horror movie villain into it. Not literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not literally, but he is tenacious and never goes away. And he's His just- presence, ooh. And he doesn't- He's not a big, loud villain. He's just a slow, oncoming storm, unemotive, yeah. soft-spoken- and wins an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for, for it. Wow. Um, where the people who you think are t- trained to be good guys because of the conventions of what a Western would tell you are good guys. And it even messes with what the expectations of filmmaking are and what a story is supposed to be. As a viewer, I'm very curious because on the first watch, people tend to get a little bit upset with No Country for All, Men. Do we? <laughs> a I know bit. a couple people who do. <laughs>
4: yeah. Ellie. I'm really interested to watch this one because just Me looking too. at Beat Out Atonement, and if Atonement were the winner, I would definitely have it in my list quite highly. Atonement's very good. So that it must be. Having strong, seen both, I'm guessing. Having
2: seen both, I'm okay with the way that this, this turned out.
1: Yeah. Whenever a friend of mine asks about, like, this film, and they don't really care that much about, like, spoilers overall, I always show them the gas station scene, and that's always the thing that sells them on seeing that film. They immediately go and watch it. it, uh, Tension in that film is just up there. I think it's the Coen Brothers masterpiece of tension.
2: It's because there's no score. Yeah. No score on the whole film. Wow. There's one place where there's, like, one tone that's played on a keyboard.
1: That's it.
0: Was so. a
2: conscious decision? Wow. Uh,
0: oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, That's the night scene <laughs> in, the, in the town, isn't it? It's, it's, the it's, when he's,
2: it's when he's in the motel room, yeah. Yeah. And he's listening, yeah. All right, so in the hotel, not motel, hotel. Yes, you're right. Mm. Uh, and then let's go to, I don't have anything to say about this because I haven't seen it, but Georgia, Ethan, and Ellie all have it on their list. Oh, I know what it is. Elliot eight, yeah. Ethan at seven. <laughs> Georgia, we should let you start because we haven't heard from you in a while, and you had it at two. It's the shape of H2O, the shape of water.
3: I really ha. liked this film. I saw this in cinema. I thought it was great. Um, I liked Pan's Labyrinth when I'd seen it, and so I was already going into it with quite high expectations. This is because um, they both
2: have the same director, Guillermo yes. del Toro.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then watched um, Shaved of Water in cinema with my dad, uh, which is a bit weird, but... <laughs> 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 why?
2: Watched- why Does it get, like, all sexy?
3: <laughs> within it like the first minute. Yeah, it opens with the shape, the shape it's, of it's awkwardness
1: awesome
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean I watch Parasite with Nana I watch Shape of Water with Dad it's, yeah it's but so this good. is
4: so much more awkward to watch <laughs> with a <the> relative <laughs> okay. than Parasite
1: is it's like when you were like why'd you watch Bridgerton with your mum okay okay
2: okay fair yeah. enough
3: uh, um <laughs> I, see. But, I mean again it was in cinema so neither us neither us knew what to expect so that's fair. that that's fair. it's 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 supposed to be really good. And it was very good. I I thoroughly enjoyed it.
2: See, uh, for e- for Liam and I this will always be the film that beat out <laughs> three mm-hmm. billboards yeah. but i haven't seen this one but i, oh, I, I haven't seen i'm either. not a, i'm not a visual storyteller uh, or i'm, like, I'm not in the visual movies like it, no, you not.
4: won't like it i do have much, to teach definitely. i do have to
2: teach pan's labyrinth uh, i haven't seen it yet uh i've seen no country for old men back to that one which is i mean it's a joy to get paid to talk about no country for old men for a living uh but you two what was some more things about shape of water that sort of floated your boat on the water that was shaped <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's really artistic, Um I can I can understand why George's got it so highly because it's, it's very colourful. It's got some very clever kind of cinematography to it, um, and it's it's a really beautiful film. Um, the story is, <clears throat> excuse me, the story is quirky. Um, it's a little bit strange, um, but yeah, it's it's got a few twists and turns, and it's yeah, very appropriate. Doesn't
0: a woman fall for a fish man?
4: <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> The
2: is this, the, isn't this the, woman, is this the woman from Paddington?
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
2: Ethan, tell me more about why uh, tell me more, tell you, you, you want to watch um, Mrs. Hugh Bonneville get on with a the fish. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: there is an art style to this film that I absolutely adore that makes it almost fairy tale, especially with the the story it's telling. There is a lot of sort of nuance and metaphor for like societal dialogue and i love films that have societal subtext and uh, just analogies to different things and it's very much about people from different backgrounds coming together who are very much sort of minorities or outcasts every all three of the main characters really in this film are disliked by society in some way or judged by society in some way and it's that coming together that uh conglomerates really of people who would be outcasts and able to see love and joy. Ellie.
4: And so, just to say as well that the the lead actress Sally Hawkins doesn't speak in the film. She plays a mute. So that's a oh. really good, interesting take mm. on a on a lead character. Okay, now um, that's the part a part you
0: want. Bit it? Of... Huh? That's a part you want, isn't it? That's the part George would take. Yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Have you done your script. Really and you turn impressive. up on script? Oh, I <laughs> have.
2: That's, that's your dream. Jeez. <laughs>
3: That'd be your nightmare, Ian, wouldn't it? Yeah, I have,
1: no, if I have nothing to Being say. What do I do? With no words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all in. It's all in the eyes and just expression. And I think it's a masterclass for Sally Hawkins in
2: acting as well.
3: It's amazing. Well, yeah.
2: speaking of a masterclass in
1: acting, that's the nice way
2: for me to segue into this because I want to talk about something that's almost all dialogue and action and nothing colourful. It's all very, very gritty. Ellie had it at 10. Georgia had it at 5. I have it at 1. I'm not a rat. It's The Departed.
0: (laughs) Not The Condemned as some people call it. Have we noticed, right, there's a lot of films that you guys are all picking together that are not on my list. (laughs)
2: Um, I'm going to go. The Departed is fantastic. It is the greatest game of cat and mouse, or should I say cat and rat, that there is maybe uh, I've ever seen. It is gritty I watched it in the summer. It took a slight overall drop from sort of, because it was my number one film of all time for a long time. It It used to be my number one. It's not so much. And don't give away what it is now, please. Okay. There we go. (laughs) Because we still have more podcasts to do. (laughs) Garfield, a tale of two two kitties. Uh, This is just gritty in an acting masterclass. And to watch people play characters who are working one two three levels deep on bluffs and the wave of the and you just get all like who isn't a fantastic actor in this room and you Everybody's. put them in a room and just let them just just go ahead and out act each other. And then Scorsese is going, Oh, by the way, I got like Rolling Stones, whole discography for my soundtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Nicholson. Can you just look cool? That's all I want you to do. Just look cool. Yeah. And that's, that's all. Oh, this film is so good. And I just like the idea of anti heroes and you know, it's like a cop movie. that's not a cop movie. Oh, I just love it. Uh, let's have Georgia. Why don't you, anything you want to say about it? Number five.
3: I mean, not massively. Um, I said to Ian earlier today that my list is kind of split into a top five of films that I really quite like, and then the rest are just, I had to fill out 10 and I've only seen 12. (laughs) Um, So this is the bottom of my films I actually like on this list, but I do, I do like it a lot.
2: Okay. And Elliot, 10. It still beat out some big players, so.
4: It did, yeah. Um, It was good. I would be interested to watch it again. Um, I watched it the first time. With, with you guys in the summer. And um, I, I don't know, maybe I just kind of was struggling to follow it a little bit because it's quite, there's a lot going on. There's a lot like, going on. <laughs> it's uh, quite lot confusing. Lot yeah. So um, I would be interested <laughs> don't to watch get it again. To a, I think, So go ahead and i think georgia and i both had the same problem um at the start of this film with um distinguishing between matt damon and leo DiCaprio. so i was very very confused for the first 20 or 30 minutes of this because i thought they were the same person
2: all i'll say is don't get too attached to any of the characters no
1: <laughs> it's been a long time since i've seen this film i said this on the leo episode i think i need to go back and watch it because i remember enjoying it immensely from like a filmmaking perspective all right.
2: And then as far as, well, you know what? I think a lot of them had it coming, but so do these ones. Number <laughs> four, currently our rated top film ever, but oh, we've I only put it at number four. Number, number four. Wow. Uh, to put it uh, bluntly, I had it at 10. Ellie and Georgia both had it at one, though. Ethan and Liam did not put it on their lists. It's Chicago. Oh. I've not
1: seen yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. What?
2: They had it coming. Mm -hmm. Ethan, go and watch it. I'm a
1: bad musical theater person. I've never seen this or Rent. Chicago's great.
3: Don't worry about Rent. Go and watch Chicago. Does someone want to talk? Okay,
2: rather than browbeating Ethan, does anyone want to talk about why Chicago's good?
3: the cinematography the costumes everything is just Love sensational it's one of the very few instances where the film is better than the stage show and you and I've been it's in the, the st- version that me and Ian were well, in <laughs> but no it is is still no, better
2: no even if someone who's been in one it's just the yeah. certain advantages that the film provides the medium of film provides it was provides. written
3: for yeah. film it was written to yeah. be to be filmed with all the different angles and the yeah. the ch- costume changes and the dream sequences and all these things it's just sensational it is a, it's probably one of the best movie musicals that's ever been made.
4: Definitely. And the way that they do things like when she's being interviewed and then she's on a spotlight on a stage in this beautiful yeah. gown. Actually, that's the gown that's not so beautiful, isn't it? But um, yeah, and and the soundtrack, obviously, is incredible for it. Um, I know, know we all love the the music in this one. And the acting performances are really good as well. They're really strong. <sighs> one of my absolute favorite films. It's hard
2: to find. Like, is, is Richard Gere maybe like, the worst of the mains and he's really good in this yeah yeah
4: yeah. yeah. um, i can't fault this film
2: i'll say this um the the benefit of what this does is because of course the story of chicago is that she's delusional and in her head she imagines everything as a on-stage review sort of show and on stage, you can't have the character be both in a glamorous costume when they're inside her fantasy yeah. and then see it how it really is happening, where yeah, it's actually yeah, quite yeah. plain clothed and the makeup and the costumes are, yeah. are different. And yet, the, the medium of film allows you to do this. Yeah. And um, I might have been a touch low on the 10, but I still see every film on my list is like a nine or above out of 10. Yeah. Like it, these, these are just great films. And so um yeah it, it's it just depends like what you want from your is is a musical necessarily the medium by which I'm looking at for greatness I don't know maybe it just hits too close to an existing medium I I, I don't know um I like dialogue I do, yeah. I, do I do and I lo- I love
3: not much of it in There's Chicago. not much of it in
2: Chicago uh, but but you know it was the fi- I tell you what I watched it and and went I gotta play John C Riley I, I gotta be uh, Amos Hart I gotta be John C and that was just John C Riley doing it once I saw it and went that's amazing and, and so, don't
3: tell him but he actually did a very good job
2: I I, I did all right yeah so it was fun <laughs> it was fun to do that though but it was you had the audience on for, your side. for for a film to be inspirational. Um, to inspire you to do that. I think there's something in that. Besides yeah, yeah. being on top, because I don't want to watch it. I remember saying, I think I said, when we did the Chicago episode, I went, it came on and I was like, okay, I guess fine. I'd rather watch Python or something. Why watch am watching Chicago? It's dancing and sitting. I don't want to watch that. Uh, and it was fantastic. Uh, number three, I mean, we talked about last week, Titanic. Uh, everybody but Ethan had it on
0: their list with Liam at number one. Yeah. You want to just say one last statement on Titanic? Uh, I, I'm a Titanic enthusiast, so. I, I love everything Titanic. And I, like I said to you before, in our p- other podcast, um, I didn't think I was going to like this movie because of the, the stuff I knew. And I did, I ended up loving this movie and it is my number one because I it don't matter how many times I go back and rewatch this movie. I love it every single time, every single time.
2: Yeah.
0: Not as much as Greece, but you know,
2: <laughs> but yeah. Number two, um, did really well, I think. or No, it didn't do really well. I was, I was surprised it didn't do so well when we were in the rom-com roundtable because I don't think anybody else considered it one. Number two and number one were actually tied and had to go to a tie break. Oh, okay. So our number two, just missing out. The tie break is if more of us voted for it, that breaks the tie. Oh, okay. okay? So maybe stronger in individual votes necessarily, but uh, lower overall because there were less votes for it. Number two is Shakespeare in Love.
3: Ooh.
4: I only watched Ooh. this yesterday, which is why it didn't feature in my rom-com roundtable.
2: Do you want to share your thoughts on it, then, if somebody just watched it recently?
4: I really enjoyed it. Um, I, think, I think if you weren't a fan of Shakespeare in the first place, then it wouldn't necessarily come across as well. There's a lot of things I really loved about it that were quirky references to the Shakespeare plays. Because um, they, they basically go through Romeo and Juliet. In the show, and there's some lovely um, nods to Twelfth Night in it as well. Macbeth, um, kind of.
0: It's probably why I didn't. Show I, I'm it. not
4: familiar with Macbeth.
0: Oh, really?
2: Okay.
4: Um, and some nice little passing commentary as well, like there was something about one gentleman in Verona, and like different
3: yeah.
4: like altered play names and stuff, which I found really funny. But obviously, if you don't know much about Shakespeare, you're not going to pick up on and just a throwaway comment. But I think
2: they're just Easter eggs, really.
4: Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's it, I guess. Um but it's a really nice love story as well. Um kind of forbidden love. So it it basically is Romeo and Juliet, is, isn't it? Just yeah. set from a different perspective and it follow it the main character is William Shakespeare. So yep. um I I just have a soft spot for it, I think, because of what it is. Um, but really enjoyed it in its own right as well. Um I didn't really
3: have many grumbles about the film.
2: Romeo and Ethel the pirate's daughter. Uh Georgia, anything <laughs> you want to add to
3: that? No, I mean that's pretty good. I've not watched it in a while, but I do remember really, really enjoying it and would quite like to go back to it. And also have a little book on my bookcase called Shakespeare in Fluff and it's <laughs> Shakespeare characters as hamsters dressed with little costumes there on you go. <laughs> uh, I think I've seen that before. Ellie had it
2: at three, Georgia had it at three, I had it at five. Um it's it's just a delightful film. It just makes me kind of, when Ben Affleck's like the fifth best thing in your film, you're doing okay. You know what I mean? Like he's so, he's such an arrogant bastard in it and he's so good. Dame Judi Dench Dench. wins an Oscar for like eight minutes of screen time. It's it's, it's ridiculous. But she's really good in those eight minutes. This is
4: a reminder, upload podcast. Alexa, stop.
2: That's me thinking I'd be off the the call by now so I could upload uh, Falcon. All right. Uh, Where was I? So yeah, Jane Judit goes for like eight minutes, and she's a presence in those eight minutes. So
0: maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. Oh, it's good. I remember not, it's a mystery yeah well I'm not into Shakespeare or was not into Shakespeare ah you read
2: the Shakespeare I like this film I, I, just, I,
0: so. I just remember I, I don't remember anything okay. about the it's movie it's like I I don't like Black Swan because I don't like I don't like yeah, but, ballet it's no, like nothing to do with it I, I, I remember at the time I didn't like it I can't okay. remember anything about it right. so I can't even tell you who was in it I can't tell oh, you what it's just, about just a lovely love story so I just remember at the time I didn't like and it and then number
2: one beating it by a hair both of which the film star Colin Firth I'll have you know number Number one is The King's Speech, which everybody but Ethan had on their list.
1: I've not seen this film.
2: I love it. I've always wanted to. I need to. I had it at nine. Liam had it at seven. Georgia had it at four. Ellie, why don't you start? You had it at two.
4: I did, yeah. Oh, it's just a beautiful film. It's it's really moving. It's got some fantastic acting. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Some Dog fantastic acting in it. Yes, performances. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and some fantastic actors as well. You've got Colin Firth. You've got Helena Bonham Carter. Jeffrey
2: Rush. Geoffrey yeah. Rush is amazing, amazing in this. Does Firth win the Oscar for this? I think he does.
4: I think so. I think well, he does.
2: Definitely. Rush should. He should. He's the better out of the two. I think Rush wins for Shakespeare and also Rush in both films. Because I think Rush wins for Shakespeare in Love.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah.
4: Um, so it wins um, Best Actor for for Colin Firth. Yeah. Um, and best supporting actor Jeffrey Rush got nominated, yeah. and best supporting actress Helena Bonham Carter got nominated. So, Absolutely. so your three leads in the film have all been at least nominated for an Oscar. Like it's it's very good.
2: Shot partly at Ely Cathedral. Yes, for those people oh, who wow. are passing awesome, close by. Yeah, um, cool. it's 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 just um, it was just that string where these little sort of smaller British films were just running the oscars sort of wild all the time and um they get sh- they tell a simple story which is you know he needs to be able to speak into a microphone because the country's leaning on him the country's depending on him not that it's to the darkest hour yeah, yeah. in the way they frame the story yeah when and, and in a time of darkness he needs to step up and can he overcome the things that stop him from doing so
4: it's so much better than the darkest hour though And I like
0: The Darkest Hour. Yes, it is. This film spoke to me because as a child, I had a real bad stutter. (laughs) Me too. So I couldn't talk for a long while. So I had speech therapy. So I sometimes forget this. And, you know, normally when I'm talking with you, I'm flowing away, talking. In fact, I talk too much sometimes. (laughs) I sometimes get my words confused. Um, and I put in words that have no meaning to what I'm saying, but you understand what I'm trying to say because of how I say it. Yep. And a lot of that come through learning to speak later on in life. And watching this movie really brought home to me how the struggles I had, and I'd forgotten the struggles I had until I watched this movie again. Yep. And that's why that meant so much to me and watching this film. So, yeah, that's yeah. the reason that was in my, my top 10. It's 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 a wonderful irony of seeing someone
2: with as much power as he has feeling as helpless yeah. as he does, and I mean Colin Firth. I mean, remember he did Pride and Prejudice and was kind of a you know a hit for a while, and then he kind of went away. Mm. And he only really comes back. I mean, he has a little bit of Bridget Jones, but then he, Shakespeare and Lubbock, but he doesn't really turn into anything big. And then this is sort of like his coming out and he's been big ever since.
0: Yeah.
2: Oscar, you know, Academy Award winner. We said BAFTA versus, you know, right. that'll do something for the old resume. And um, I just think he's fantastic in it. Jeffrey Rush is so good. It was robbed.
0: Jeffrey Rush is my favorite in it.
2: Oh, he was robbed. Ellie he was.
4: I just remembered as well something that's so special about this is that the child actors are brilliant as well. And Princess Margaret is played by Ramona Marquez, who plays Karen in Outnumbered. Uh, any oh, really? right. Yeah.
1: I love
0: <laughs> She's
4: such a good actress. I, don't, I haven't seen her in anything. does humor. As a child, she was incredible, and yeah. just, and it is a really funny film as well. Like we're talking about how beautiful it is and how well acted it is, but it's so comical as well. Yeah. I've only
1: seen the scene where he's like pacing up and down and swearing, and that was like ten years ago. So I'm like, I need to go back <laughs> and see
0: this. It's so good, Ethan. You should.
1: Especially now that you say like a stutter, any film, but because I have like a like you said, an emotional attachment to that, that might be a film that I'll really, really enjoy. Yeah. So there is our top ten. Between us
2: and the audience, we had very few overlaps. We only had yeah. uh No Country, The Departed, and Titanic as things that overlap between the two lists. Uh, so and didn't, parasite. Didn't come on the list. No, oh Parasite, sorry, Parasite did get far yeah. enough at eight. I'm sorry it did. So Parasite as well. So I will I've said this before in that um our feedback and our listenership does tend to skew a little bit male i think yeah. and looking at the list that we've been provided from the audience it feels like a bit, bit of a boy's list it does yeah, you know early. what i mean yeah number two and one godfather godfather <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you've also got you know no country the departed yeah parasol you know these are kind of boyish i think kind of films dark humor tends to, to skew boy so you know i'm not too surprised by that and ellie no, I
0: was and just going to uh, say,
4: Andelly. Delhi, Ellie, Ellie, <laughs> very
0: dark
2: but if you But if you look at ours... I just haven't
4: seen lots of those ones. If you <laughs> look
2: ours, I think you're looking at uh, the men on the podcast don't uh, don't tend to typify that typical, all right, guns and this and this and that. And that's, that's all it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've seen The Godfather. I uh, really like The Godfather. Didn't push ever out of it because I'm okay with these be- Not saying that our list is right, not saying their list is wrong. I'm just saying it's really interesting to see the, 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 the oh, two yeah, dynamics at, at play here. So uh, we want to thank everybody who took the bother to go ahead and, and, and put a, a list in there thanks to Julene I think she only like four tweets going get, get, get your votes in no. so thanks Julene oh, okay. <laughs> yeah I know Thank um, thanks, thanks to you guys for going ahead and putting your lists in nice and early this time too I had them all ready to go and yeah, uh, that see? was uh, that was positive that was a
0: win. You weren't it, chasing me for it at the start. Wasn't chasing you. I did say
2: anybody could change it to parasite and only one person took me up on it, so that was all right. So, uh, Yeah, I wasn't going to have with me. No, no, I mean I liked it, but it wasn't Yeah. Like I mean, I don't I mean, think about the li- films we didn't mean, like Forrest Gump and Gladiator didn't make our list, you know what I mean? Like oh. that's 12. Is it my
0: list. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I was
2: about Silence of the Lambs didn't make it, Dances with Wolves didn't make it. Mean, That's Bir- in my list. <laughs> I mean, Bird- Birdman couldn't even make my top 10. And yeah. I love Birdman. When you were at oh, Birdman, I was, was like, my number I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, ready to happen over here. It was you were about to rock okay. It was 10 hmm. for a long time and I couldn't shake uh, giving it over American Beauty or giving it over, um, some of them, I'm looking for some of the lower ones, Chicago, King's Speech. King's Speech was only number nine for me, but yeah, I was like, yeah. I can't justify Birdman over that. I can't. I want to, but I can't.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think my list is very more like no, it's Ethan, society like no.
0: Ethan, you have it's the most like different
2: eligible. list to anybody. You always do, Ethan. Yeah. Actually, Ethan and Liam both do. Liam tends to skew a little bit older. I do. Which is what tends to happen. Yeah. Ethan tends to skew a little bit more. I don't even know what to say. Artsy-fartsy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe right. my, yeah. yeah, maybe a hoity-toity. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, a little bit <laughs> of my stuff toy-toy. I've got Parasite, Birdman, Shape of Water, Spot. Like are they I just like a film that has, like, that I can be like, yeah, that's art. Yeah, mine. Also an exp- I like experiences. Mine feels like
2: the big events for the most part at the Oscars, the ones you remember. You know, things that didn't show up. yeah hurt- the everyman. Maybe I am the everyman, which is a bit weird. I'm not using That's not my rule. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. things that didn't show up on our list at all, like Hurt Locker yeah yeah i it? never seen it but Me yeah
0: no.
2: it's just interesting it's about that idea about you know are, are those sorts of films are they accessible to audiences mm-hmm. for the most part because they're small films they're not the films we've already seen yeah you know what star power counts for something when you're like hey it's departed up for best picture it's got Leo and Matt Damon and Jack Nicholson and Alec Baldwin and the kid Marky Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg yeah, yeah. you know feel it feel it you know <laughs> I felt the departed <laughs> So, uh, and all we know is that this will become out of date about two days after we release it, because a new picture will be added to the list. It
1: will. God, I can't believe that Sonic the Hedgehog won. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any of the films on this list this year, but that's also because the cinemas haven't, haven't been open. them. No, I haven't. Uh, I've, seen, I've
2: seen some Sonic f- overall, actually, but yeah. To be fair. Uh, so, uh, please, if you have any ideas for future Real Roundtables, get in touch yeah. with us, let us know. Uh, I'm going to hold the group behind for a couple of minutes afterwards just so we can figure out what the next month's going to be anyway. <laughs> uh, for best film ever, I've been in. And I I've been Liam I've been
4: Ellie I've been Ethan And I've been Georgia
2: Enjoy Oscar night We'll catch you on The flippity flap
0: The flippity-flip-flop
2: Alright, I wanted to do this About having to edit it But does anybody Hear from Ethan? No No <sighs> Did he just drop out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can someone try, like, Georgia, do you actually have his phone number, phone number, rather than some sort of internet-based thing?
3: I are. Can you try? As long as he's not changed it since I've had it. Call. Mobile. Because there's
2: internet and there's mobile, by which there's two manners by which messages Mm. could hopefully be gotten to us. He's still on Mm -hmm. (laughs) dial-up.
1: Oh, sorry, I was just about to call because uh, I have no data. My internet decided it would kill
3: itself. Um, nice. What's yeah. what's going on?
1: Uh, I'm currently trying to fix it because for some reason it's just blinking even though it's...
2: Is
3: this your, your Wi-Fi oh, router? Is oh. it just...
1: Power. its Power.
3: Okay. Have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? <laughs>